August 10th, 2014, it's a Watt from Pedro's show.
Brother Matt, I'm yeah. here at Guitars Fire on Sixth Street. Um, the shoppy proprietor, Dirk Vandenberg, has allowed me to do another remote broadcast. What's the address? 424. 424 West Sixth Street. 
uh, a lot of good stuff. In fact, some of the good stuff in here now is our guest for today. Yeah. <laughs> San Pedro Slim. Welcome aboard. Thank you. Let's tell the people uh, what we started the show off with. There's some Pedro sounds, an old bus, VW bus. Blues to Alvin, take three, an alternate take. John Coltrane, the classic quartet. Uh, after that, Sawako with Nostalnoz and My Baby's Coming Home. San Pedro Slim. So, uh, let's just take it from the beginning. When, uh, What's your uh, earliest musical memory? Uh, Kenny Rogers' Greatest Hits. <laughs> my mother would play it. She'd pick me up from school and it, it, she had the cassette and it would just play over and over. How old? Uh, I don't know. Well, I was probably about 11 or so. 11? Yeah. And where? I, I would just, she'd drive me home. I had to go to a... What Did, town? Uh, Harbor. Well, I, I had to drive. I had to go to school in Harbor City because uh, I was getting my ass kicked too much at Dana. Not ass kicked. I was just getting. You so know, you're Pedro born. I was born in Torrance. We moved here. Close. Yeah, but anyway, I was going to school and. Raul's like that. He's Torrance. Yeah, and I was a you know so, but uh, you know I was I was messed with it. You know they they, they picked on you. Uh, they didn't have this big bullying thing like they do awareness now. Okay. But I do. But I do tell a joke in, in my show. When I do my show, I said, um, you know, I was a, uh, I was picked on mercilessly in school, and then I pause, and the audience is wondering what I say, and I say, the bad thing about it is I was homeschooled. <laughs> yeah. Like with my mom used to be <laughs> a Hot Wheel track. <laughs> like, you motherfucking son of a bitch. My mom cussed hard. Yeah. And you know. I knew I was starting to get together when I started to question that logic. I said, Ma, think about that. But she wasn't in the mood to think about that. Mm-hmm. Well, you, 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 <laughs> so, so this album, this musical experience. Well, I mean, Ken Rogers didn't do nothing for me. It was in high school when I started, you know, every, every, everything was happening in high school. You had to, it was the 80s, so you had all the, the new wave, the heavy metal and whatever. And the pop radio, and I started to try to play guitar, and I would try to play uh, police songs. I would have this guy figured out for me, but I couldn't do it because I guess Andy Summers, some of the stuff he did, I didn't know what that was. I'm just, she, I couldn't stretch that far. You didn't try guitar till high school. Yeah, okay. yeah. And I took I took uh, lessons did, at Grace. Did you go to gigs? No. As a younger person? No, I really didn't. You okay. know, I wasn't hip enough to. Uh, did you listen to the radio? Yeah, I listened to radio all the time. You know, whatever was on the radio. And then well, I got so music wasn't that big when you were real little. No, nah. I mean parents never, you know. Uh, yeah, there was there was nothing to do. I lived on a uh, on an island in Spain for seven years. Okay, it's the, my dad wasn't in the service. They just wanted it to go, whatever. So over there, there was nothing. I mean, we didn't have TV for a while. So all I did was was uh, kind of just draw pictures, and I mean there was nothing to do. I mean today, people have iPads. I mean... They got bands over there today. Yeah, iPads. And I played with some Spanish know. bands. What town were you in? We were in an, on an island. In the yeah. Balearis called Formentera, which is near oh, Ibiza. Wow. So yeah, you're way sure. out there. It was a weird child. It wasn't a weird childhood. It was just kind of like... You know, Different most. When I got back here, you know, I remember coming back and, and the TV, the TV, the tic-tac-toe was on with Wink Martindale. And I couldn't understand that. <laughs> and my, my sister, my brother told me, hey, wait till the weekend. There's this great show called Dukes of Hazard." 
And so the whole week I'm thinking well, that of, was of, bunk too. Well, but I was thinking castles, <laughs> castles and knights, right, dukes? Oh yeah. And then when it came on, I like saw it was a car jumping up and down. So I just, uh, you know, so that was that. But when I got into blues, was a great flag on the top. Yeah, the. <laughs> and, but then when I got into blues was in high school when I heard. No, what what got you into the police? Uh I was listening to whatever pop music was yeah. happening. And, but and you're trying to play it on the guitar. I was trying to play... I, I was went it to, your guitar or your buddies? Oh, no, I went to great school of music. Okay. And, and there's a guy there, and he, you know, he was like... You know, That's we, over like by Leland uh, Street 20, School? Yeah, Leland and 20... Yeah, Ed from Ohio lived above that pad for a couple years. Really? Well, I went and learned, and Should I just bring told. a cassette of what I wanted to learn, and... Uh, what message in the bottle? Who doesn't want to learn that one, right? We've well, got the reggae part in the verse, and then the rock and roll part in the chorus, right? Yeah. And they worked that hustle for a while. I just remember having to stretch my fingers like six frets, and it, so I it couldn't hard. do it. No, so uh, Nels Klein. But is that what he does? You ever seen this guy? <laughs> you know the Sonic Youth. He didn't know that they were just tuning those things straight. Oh, they had an open tuning. It. Oh. Yeah, but he he thought it was you know says. Spider-Man yeah. fingers or something. No, the way I got into blues was, you know, Steve Ray Vaughan and Robert Cray were popular. I kind of got yeah, into Yeah, where, where's the leap made for uh, police? I, I got a, you know, I got a, I was just in the guitar. And I was taking, then I took m music lessons at this place called A Minor Music Show. Oh, A Major. A Minor. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, and uh, the guy there was working there, not the owner, but he was talking about Stevie Ray Vaughan. So I said, okay. You know, I was into whatever, you know. Someone tell me something. And I was at the library in San Pedro and they had one of the records. Yeah, it was um, Soul to Soul. You did records. You know, so many people I have on the show tell me about this Check It Out Records. Yeah, Check Out the Records. It was Scratch to Death, but it could play. And uh, I got that, and then, you know, sooner or later, I just started reading about in the interviews and guitar player and going a little deeper. So one day I'm down at... Oh, the Guitar Player Magazine. Yeah, I was, and they had a little plastic record in there. But I, I went down to uh, Jesse's Records here. Yeah. And I walk in, and I see a blues section, and there's like six, five, six records there. You know, uh, sealed records. You know, and I and I remember them to this day. I bought them all. Just grabbed them. There was um, Bobby Blue Bland. There was a little Junior Parker, Muddy Waters, little Walter, you know, like a BB King one at the Regal or something. And I just grabbed them, took them up there. And there was dust on them. You know, even though they were shrink wrapped. And she was like, "We can order whatever blues you want," because I guess probably no one touched them. And I'm like, I don't know what. What, what was I the want. other record store in Pedro Vine? Vines Red, music, Redwood. yeah. Vines music. That oh, was Redwood, on, Redwood, that was down that Pacific. Way. Yeah, Redwood. Redwood. And, my, of course, in Park Plaza, there was Chuck Sound of music. That's where me. Yeah, and I don't. Boone, I don't that's where Red, me and no, Redwood, did. though. I remember going. It was in two places. It was first Pacific, then it was on Western. Yeah, once it was a pizza place now, but they had a. Uh, my sister went there to buy a record, and I went with her, and I remember the record. It was the one with Rick Springfield with a dog on the cover. <laughs> you know, like that's kind of cool record cover. I don't know who Rick, you know, Rick Springfield was, and you bought it. I, she bought it. I, I didn't buy it. I was. I didn't. You know. You went into that. I, well, I didn't. You know. I just thought it was cool that they had a dog with a suit on or a shirt and tie. So you get these six, these five blues records right from Jesse's here. Yeah. And you take them home. Yeah. It, you start playing it. it. I just started listening to it, and I just was like <laughs> playing it. I mean, playing yeah, the records. Yeah. And then Helen Wolf, got, and it was just kind of like. It was just it was a, a big leap. I mean, from was, police yeah. to Stevie Ray Vaughan, but then Stevie Ray Vaughan yeah, to this. This was just thing, and then I just kind of like, I got into it. Are you still in high school at this time? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm probably graduate. I'm, well, no, I'm probably gonna. I went to Harvard College, and then I was really into it. 
uh, yeah, so it was, it was before I went to Harvard College, and I'd pick up my friend, because I had a car, he didn't, and I'd just have all these cassettes, John Hooker, Gatemouth Brown, and the poor guy had to listen to him, because I was driving, but he never complained too much, but uh, I was just hooked. I was yeah, just, the bug bit you. I worked Here, at, let's hear some music. All right.
My weekend wrench unwedges my eyes. Free flows my mind. Piano-like strata down the edge of the side of the mountain. A tiny avalanche as it sounds muffled and extreme, but we all hear it just the same. And then the clouds roll over in seething cascades of finger hair and detritus falling off of trees. Nothing so pretty as the green wind caressing my song, teeming me with long days of love. Here we go on over the sea, underneath, sideways, between the molecules. I caught a glimpse once upon a time of the dinosaur's dolphin face. Jelly-like was he in his extremes. Terribly elbow me in the side of the face that one day. I heard chemical directions been pouring off the freeway. The cars were honking. It was a conflagration of semi-contained interest. The rest of it was broadcast on TV. Lots of guys watching on the wrist watch. And then somebody in the bathroom sat on the bench wrestled with the wrench, complained about the stench, said, where's my wench? Dutifully blanched, and then he pinched. He flinched once or twice, and then he ensconced up on the wall, held back there by super glue of light and tiny clouds sucking backwards. Through the air they had tendrils of super monofilament made of less than noise and air. We could see it only under amphibious anthrolite. Glowing in your face like the sound of never it was. Spaceships were coming in just for the view. Orange mountains rocketed and rolled away in the distance, spiky purple, black and orange. Could see goats jumping off, making spider webs of goat beads. Sometimes it would crack it open, having an avalanche like it was time to come home. Sword face, we pole vaulted across that range. Purples, yellows, and blacks, all swindling below us with fire dragons between. Carefully, Fahrenheit was coming up underneath us, bowing our steps like boing. Aloft we went. Flares of fire wing feathering below us. The mountains purple, black, and yellow melted like crayons into the void. Several times, we were annoyed, but that's just the American way. Flying high in the sky, we would ride. Over and under, sometimes inside. Carefully, we would witness every event that took place under the microscope or by public broadcast. Turn cards they were. Jack, ace, spade, and rock and roll. Rolling down, rising up. Rolling around, wising up. Careful to play pinball with your mind. Several times you don't even know where the buttons on either side of your head are coming up from beneath you. Faster than a rocket, but slower than a frog's thought. Bubbling between, they came under the limbness. Water was filling our every sound with hunger that awoke we were stung, then broke, and sometimes we even croaked. Because we had that frog adrenaline coursing through our mind's eye, I all of a sudden heard the collies come howling over the hills, grass whooshing through their fetlocks. Bounding the way they were, wet and blocking our face, 
only a mother dog could love. Lupine in its action. The clouds purple loomed overhead, bowing down like the gods were worshipping the dogs that day. And sideways blew between my mind, I felt a lick of wetness that told me, Wake up, boy, wake up, it's time to heed the flower. Destroy all the flowers, son, every one of them. Now is the time to break them, undo their greenery and beautiful scope of rainbow-colored petals that they display. The variation six, triad, diamond, heart shape. Every one of them is time to be gone, away from this here realm, singing its song, echoing away to eternity. Careful now, don't leave one behind. Use the scraper, the breaker. Use the shaker. Use the flaper. Don all the sawing, gnawing, biting, hammering, and bashing equipment you can. Put them to machines. Power them with nuclear energy and have robot computers tell them what to do. Multiply like maggots on the face of a diode, they would. Careful, because there ain't no raid. There ain't no way. There's no way their siege of chemical or thought will make them go away. Here they are. Here they come. One and all. Join the fun.
to follow. There's nothing to follow. The air is fine. The air is fine. The air is fine. The air is fine.
show we just uh, heard beings of comrades doing rails wow that's kind of weird to say (laughs) (laughs) and before that kyoka with mind the gap bromide from peer group ahead of that networking in purgatory by ned colette and wirewalker before that a hidden track i don't know the name Mm. now you can do that yeah well this cat did it mr tom cool allegheny whitefish goes by tobacco. I, Allegheny Whitefish, they told me, was used condom in uh, oh. in the river. In the Allegheny River. That's... Ouch. Okay, oh. when he was a boy. Uh, Zero Population Growth Now by Sam Sebrin. Head of that, a poem by Chris Kroger. Uh, Destroy All the Flowers. He's out of Austin. Sterile Jets with Little Billy Toilet. In front of that, and we started off with You'll Have to Wait by San Pedro Slim. So we get back to the story. We're in the car with your buddy. Yeah, he didn't he didn't, he didn't complain too much. But uh, I just was into it big time and, and got into it. And there was a Did you start playing your guitar to this music? Yeah, a little bit. I, I, I did a little bit of that. But I was listening to John Lee Hooker and, the, and some of the chess stuff in the 50s, and it, the tone, it was just... I don't, it was amazing Tony his playing style was really uh, hard for me to uh, to do so but I, yeah I tried to play along the best I could you know I, I didn't uh, what about singing along I just singing started a little later what about harp well the harp started 
when I heard Little Walter and I went up and got the heart, but unfortunately I got the wrong key. But I so. thought Little Walter was in that first batch of records. He was, but it wasn't until a while after. Okay. Because all my friends play guitar. Yeah. So I thought I'd be different and play harmonica. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of, a, you know. And uh, so that's why I started that. And I just... Uh, Fogarty, he'd whip out the harp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was some guitar players who... There was there was Bob a, Dylan. Bobby Dylan. Well, yeah, with a rack even. <laughs> and then I met. I think Fogarty never did that. He just whipped it out and stopped playing the guitar. And then I met a guy. I wanted to play this music, but I didn't know anyone. And I put it in a recycler, which is like today. That's Craigslist. That's all that Craigslist is. Is the digital version of the recycler. Yeah. So I but this older guy. Oh, you mean you really want you want to start a band? I just want to play with some people okay, that okay. Want, wanted to do this and instead of man alone. It, yeah. It was this was, was an older guy, and he was real cool, and he says, well. You know, why don't we go down to Lamar's Records, you know? And I'm like, well, what's Lamar's Records? And he goes, what's the record shop in Long Beach? This guy, Gil Duarte, owned. The nickname was Lamar. So we went down there and picked up some, some records. And uh, he wanted me to pick up this one by William Clark because he said, I have the other one. I, said, I didn't know who William Clark was, but he was my buddy, so I'll buy it, you know. It's trust. You trust. know. So we go over to his house, and he puts it on. I'm going like, wow, this guy's playing like that old music, but today. And he says, so yeah, he plays at the at the Starboard Attitude on the Redondo Beach Pier. Oh, so this ain't an old record. This is a contemporary yeah. record with the old sound. Yeah, and I'm like, okay. And he says, well, we, we got to go see him. And I said, well, I got to wait till I turn 21, because I didn't have a fake idea and I didn't look old enough. So we went to see it, and it was uh, the Truxton. No, Pedro Biker, Biker Gang. Loud pipes save lives, you know. So <laughs> is that right? That's. I found out there was a, a scene although I was very young so I got into going to see these guys um, you know and it was just like it was a great time it has since declined the scene that was I think the late 80s early 90s where there was a circuit and these guys were doing it and they sure. were like, so I'd go see these guys and it, it was that's what I wanted to do um but I, you know, I was just I learning. a lot of those shows too at that place. Yeah, it was really fun to go there. Yeah, and then I went to see this guy James Harmon, who I got into him. I saw him at the uh, Hodge used to play drums. Yeah, yeah. and that was uh, I saw him at the uh, Bogarts. It was called in Long Beach. Yeah, Long Beach. I played at there the, like thirty times. Yeah, at the Pacifica Mall. Or whatever. Right, it was in a strip mall. So that was that was just that was kind of next like, to Barwinkles. Yeah, right? <laughs> across the road because it was on PCH was Live Bait. Yeah. Oh yeah! <laughs> what a name for a pad. But uh, so, oh, so, so, so I saw that you're was, seeing these gigs, these yeah. cats, older guys doing the thing. And I thought to myself, life. well, I'll, I'll try to do it. So, uh, but I, I had done a gig at Spank. Uh, it was called Between Rounds at the time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's Alan on. So I played. Yeah, uh, I played there, and I had a little band put together. And then, then so I, is that your first band? Yeah, it was just some. It was just uh, some guys we got together. And, uh, you know, I, I, I called the band San Peter Slim and the Night Dwellers. And the guy who did the banner was this old guy, right? And they'd give him wine to do it. He was a really good sign artist. But I get there, and, I, you know, I see the sign. Who, and who's in the band? Just some guys. Yeah, some guys from AA. No, they were, you know, guys that I've met through this older guy. and Oh, you didn't really know them? Well, I knew them, but they weren't anybody. I can't remember a lot of their names. But yeah, uh, okay. You know, but then, but then, I, then I had they're a, really important people the, in your life. I, you know, I don't mean to. I mean, they're in your first band. Was, uh, you know, we would. You know, it was just a, a, a gig. That was my first paying gig. Yeah. And uh, and then I got. What I got, about the banner? It, well, it, he, he put night dwellers with a K 
in the night, you know, like. <laughs> so <laughs> nice. I'm like, you know. Wrong kind. And, and he had misspelled San Pedro Slim. He, and he had. How did he misspell that? Well, because whoever wrote it on a napkin. Yeah. That it looks like San Pedro Sum. But he fixed it with a piece of paper, you know. So it was yeah, like, yeah. so, but, you know, hey, this is a kick-ass banner. I don't know how much wine they gave him. I know it was cheap shit that he was drinking. So, uh, anyway, that guy's name was Sam. I don't remember anybody in the okay. band, but I remember the wino. What was the gig like? It was, it was, it was fun. It was just, just like you know, because I was, I wasn't jaded at that point, and, and, and <laughs> so to me it was, wow, you know, this is really, you know, uh, this is really cool, and we rehearsed these songs, and then later I met a guy who was playing with Wim Clark. He just left the band. His name was Rick Holmstrom. He now plays for Mavis Staples. Hodges in that band. Well, here's a story. Here's a story. <laughs> We're going to tie Hodges believe. into everything. <laughs> I, I, I'm playing... I, you know, Hodges on my first album. No, I know. And and, and, and the, the, the uh, so Holmstrom says, let me get the rhythm section. Because we played with some guys I got. And Holmstrom was, let me get the rhythm section. So, okay. So I show up at Spanky's or whatever it's called. And I'm sitting there and... It's called no, the Heidi Ho in the old days. Yeah. And, and Three Pigs or Three... I don't know what it is. Between Rounds? Yeah. That yeah. was the, the guy, the, the guy uh, you know... The guy who was a prize fighter and his, his brother owned it. Oh, uh, It was his smart. trainer. I didn't know Yeah. And the, the guy, the fighter, would, would, you, you know, would throw everybody out at the end of the night. So, uh, <laughs> head first, <or> backwards. <laughs> and, Some toss? Yeah. Head butt. Um, <laughs> so, the... Uh, Anyway, so Holmstrom, you know, the, guy, the, rhythm the first guy shows up is Tyler Pedersen. He's kind of like a guy who's, who, who's been on a lot of the West Coast of that kind of record. And then in walks Hodges. I've, you know, Maybe I dance, because Hodges teaches dancing, too. I didn't, well, uh, it, he comes in with his big-ass bass drum. I get, yeah. you know, and, he, and I know from the Harmon <laughs> records and from the Hollywood Fats band records. Yeah, yeah, right. Just, so I was like, I was like, oh, my God, you know, and I didn't even know about the Tom Waits stuff. I don't know if he'd done it at that point. Maybe he did or didn't. He probably did, because this was 91. Oh, yeah, 92. he, did. he did. So anyway, and, and um, so I fucking play with these guys, and it was like, now what are you doing? Like covers? I was harmonizing. Well, I was doing like blues, just, yeah, a couple of covers in there, and I have I have a recording of that, um, and it's kind of funny because this is second gig at Bogarts at uh, Spanky's. Oh, Spanky's. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean I'd played gigs at parties before, but you know, second bar gig or yeah, I think around there, and second or third, and I have I have a, a CD or cassette of it, and uh, but it's really cool because the band sounds really good. Except me, I mean, I sound. I mean, I sound. Because you're starting. Yeah, I mean, I, I had the, I had the, the desire, and and it's not awful, but some of the harmonica stuff is like you know. I mean, it's just my friend Rick Holmes from the guitar player says, you know what? If that ever came out, it wouldn't bother me because he really the band sounded so good on it. And maybe I'm being hard on myself, but look who I'm with, and I'm like yeah. 21, and these guys are like. On all the records I was listening to. Right, right. You know, so. That's a fortunate but, situation, though. Well, yeah, and it just kind of... Talk about a classroom. There, There's... there's. Hodges is... I mean, he's playing on this. I mean, it was just... I listen to that stuff, and I'm like, wow, you know, that, that I wish I was better or further along, because, you know... Uh, you were where you were. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, was, I wasn't okay, awful. Okay, so what, what... After that, what... Well, then, then the uh, Rick Holmstrom, we played some gigs together, and then I started playing out with different guys, and, and Rick's like, you know, um, why don't we go and make a demo of you? You know, you you got 
we do this straight blues stuff, but you got these lyrics, so why don't we go in? And so we went into Pacifica Studios, which is in Culver City, yeah, yeah. Glenn Nishida's studio. So we do it, and we get we get a, quite a bit down. Is, is that same band? Uh, no, it was, who was on? Um, it was this guy, uh, from Steve McGallion, this drummer. Uh, we had a piano player, Tom Mann, who was uh, from San Diego, and then uh, Tyler and Upright. And we did we did a bunch of songs. We did about 11. We had solid guitar. Yeah, and then later, uh, nothing happened with it. I still have the analog tapes. Well, it, it later became Another Night on the Town, my first record. But what that was was a combination, because that was done in 93. Yeah. And then I get, got with this guy, Henry Carvajal, this guitar player, and we had a band. So and that was the kind of the second part of the record. Okay. So, But we had Rick play on it, too, so it kind of it works for two different sessions. And then... Uh, How far, far apart were the sessions? Three years. Three years. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I got it... Uh, I was on a plane to Spain... In the rain, no. Uh, and I saw these rockabilly guys in there, you know? And I was like, wow. You know? On the plane. Yeah, and I'm like, these guys must be in the band because I saw the upright face in the airport. And, and so I was talking to one of the guys, and uh, they were going to the Canary Islands to play a gig. Their name was High Noon, and they were from Austin. Uh, kind of a rock, I'm not a rockabilly guy, but I was talking to him about the Roots music thing, and he says, he says you know, told him I'd record some stuff. He says, we should try to get it out in Europe because they're small guys who will put it out, and, you know. So yeah, I, there's a scene there. You know, so I ended up contacting this one label I got off the back of a CD. Uh, and uh, at first he was interested, and then he said, well, I, I don't really put out too many releases, but I'll give, send a copy to my distributor. And he ends up calling me, and so we put it out in, in Holland, in, on a Dutch label called Tramp. And uh, then put it out, and then the following year I went over there and did... First tour. Yeah, I did five, I did five countries, three and a half weeks with European guys. And it was cool. The only problem I had with them, because they know all the type of music, yeah. the only problem I had with them is we'd get on the, the, the band and I'd start talking to them in English and all of a sudden it would just switch over to Dutch in like five, five minutes and I'm just sitting there. You know? Dutch dudes are pretty good with That's English cool. though. Yeah, they all know so it. They so they were doing that on purpose. No, they just, they just <laughs> maybe they want to talk to me. You no, know, my ass up. My experience is Dutch dudes can do English pretty good. Yeah, they all can. I mean, Scandinavia, real good. I, I, a lot of Europe does, but in the older days, some countries were more behind, but not the Dutch. The, and then go, I go out on my days off, and I didn't yeah. know this at first. And I went to the store, and I said, I wanted some shaving cream, you know, and some razors. And some, so I'm going, and I'm like, oh, I don't can't find it. And I go up to this guy, and I, he's like, blah, 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 in Dutch. And I'm like, you know, mimicking shaving, you know, and he's like, well, you want some shaving stuff? You know, in English, it's like, oh, I, I, was just, I was so out of place there, you know, but. Uh, Look, we're at the end of the first hour, already, August 10th, 2014 edition of Watford Pedro Show. Our guest, San Pedro Slim, hold tight for hour two. August 10th, 2014, second hour of the Watford Pedro Show. <laughs> Drunk. Uh-huh. 
a keeper that they're all stocked up When our first she started drinking beer Then she switched the wine She drank up all of hers Now she's looking straight at mine I wonder why Why is your woman always drunk? Well, it must take a two full-time job Just to keep her liquor all stocked up Well, I saw your woman at a party Down in Point Firm She was stumbling around Looked like she got hit by George Foreman I wonder why Why is your woman always drunk? It must take a two full-time job Just to keep her liquor all stocked up
for Pedro show uh, started the second hour off with San Pedro Slim why is your woman drunk all the time <laughs> oh he's drunk oh yeah why is your woman always drunk I just life. want to make sure when BMI see I didn't the, see the list and I was just trying BMI sends me the right check by the it fucking hip it's alright it doesn't matter it's a long right. time then we had uh, from Cuz Slipstream you know about Cuz because no. it's something I couldn't have done in the old I'm part of this project oh. I couldn't have done it in the old days because in the old days you had to like get in the same room wait another three years maybe mm. but nowadays we can trade files sure. over the internet and that's how this project is I was just in England last week uh, where in England were you Manchester on the BBC oh. XFM in London and then Brighton with Bowlegs and that was invited to do sessions with this guy brother Sam Duke and Cuz is the name oh. of the band. I got, I, in fact, I got the name from a Richard Hale fanzine, a poetry. He called it Cuz. And uh, but the way I was thinking about it was, uh, you know, that wise uh, aphorism. Why, why does a dog lick its balls? Because it can. So why and do you we do fire, this? Fire hose from a Bob Dylan song. Why we do oh, this proj? Because we could. The yeah. technology came and. Yeah didn't solve the creativity problem I hope that never does technology is a well, we can go on about that but it's the wrong show <laughs> but for this for trading files it was okay well, you would have told me years ago when I was working at the warehouse yeah. running out videos that there'd be a red box outside a supermarket you could yeah. get your movies out or two red them. boxes out in front yeah. of the 7-Eleven oh, it's hard, hard to find certain yeah. films that but I that's like. not as creative that's like consuming this is yeah. actually trading files. Sure. Yeah, I'm not trying to say that you're like red I, and Even with us both in Pedro, we could still be trading files. Oh, yeah. But it might be better to get in the same room. 
one day I would like to play I'd love to. That'd be great. I have to learn the blues better. So I have to learn something. Else. I, I, I used in my third opera a good blues lick that uh, was influenced by hearing the, your night on the town. Oh. Yeah. Okay, then uh, we heard Bowlegged Man by Clowns, their Brighton band, uh, so is Sea Dog with Transmitter, and, fi- and also Lutine with uh, Sallow Tree. Sallow. We don't use that word too much over here. No. Back to the story. You've recorded your first album. Right. Comes out in Holland. You've done a Europe tour. Yeah. Come back home. Uh, You know, wanted Mexican food real bad. I just remember that. Yeah, me too. That's one thing I couldn't deal with over there. You know, I need some carnitas or something. But uh, got back, got back. Speaking of carnitas, you know right down here? Which one? This uh, Guanajuato's. It's it's a on the right. It's a Pacific. butcher's uh, oh, Sierra, Sierra. but oh. you got a little counter in the back, right? And they make some. I'll check that out. out. Wednesdays are on sale. Oh, well. The burritos, they're, they're kind. <laughs> Mezcales. It's, it's not only it's an informative show. Yeah. Not, You're in Pedro. Not just fuck a, that Yelp shit. But uh, yeah, so uh, I came back, but then I then I got a day job because I just needed to get the day job going. Yeah. And I ended up getting a day job, and so did that for a while. So I went from 1997, when the first record came out, I put out another record called Bar Hoppin', which came out in 2008, so I had that big period, of, which was a mistake. Wilderness years. Yeah, but it was, it was a mistake in the sense that I should have probably, after another end of town, a couple of years later, done another one. Yeah. But at that time, I was just happy to have a steady paycheck, so I did that. And then, uh, so 2008, that comes out, I still have my day job, I'm not going anywhere, I get an email from a festival. Oh, is that what you were talking about? You draw. Yeah, I do drawings. Yeah, you on the one that I on the, uh, what's the lightest one? The one room, whatever the hell. Uh, I did those drawings on the back and the inside. Uh, yeah, I don't know so. what my style is because I, my favorite art tool is a sharpie. Yeah. Uh, but so I, you cut shit out? No, mark. No, I just yeah, I just mark on that. Bring in Photoshop. Yeah. But I, I really and on bar hop, and I did the, the artwork on that too. Which, if you look at it, it looks like Harold's the the guy. Yeah, the guy sitting at the bar. Well, it looks like the background because that, that's uh, Harold's place is a Pedro. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's, maybe it's a, it, since when? Early fifties, right? Yeah, it's a good sounding room. I've played there. It's a pretty good sound. Maybe it's the all the old wood for what we've done. I mean, you know. Did you tend bar there too? I tended bar. I was I worked at five forty five in the morning. I'd come in and clean the toilets and the and yeah. mop it. And then uh, I let people in, but a lot of people didn't. You know, there was a couple guys who would drink, but most of them were just having coffee before they went to work at the docks or the or the Shell station. But um, anyway, nineteen. Uh, well, yeah, I do these drawings, and in fact, I like that, that Raymond Pettibon stuff really a lot. He's great, of course. Uh, Raymond. I yeah, I don't have. I seen. I saw his books on Amazon, but they go for a lot of money. Uh, you no, know, Durka ended up on a project. Ah, he's great. Called Super Session. And then one with me and him called Sock Tight. Ah. I love it. So you're, you're, you like, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and I, I've been doing my illustrations. I, I, I sell, I do blues artists. I've done uh, John Hooker, Lightning Hopkins, Muddy Waters, several others. And I just put them on Facebook, and then people wanted to buy them that, that were fans of them. So I ended up started selling them in, in t shirts. And I'm doing a book right now of illustrations. And I, I don't want to use the word poems. But I just call it narratives. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm doing this book, but I don't know where that's going to go. It's just another uh, thing. But anyway, you were doing this in these anyway, wilderness years. You were yeah. doing the, the artwork. 
you know, I didn't at least it, it was hard. creative. You say yeah. day job, but it's still creative. Yeah, no, I, you know, I still played gigs. I still played locally. It wasn't okay. like I quit. But you didn't do any recording until two thousand eight. Actually, I did it in two thousand two. It took that long. It was Six the years. hardest recording experience I had. It wasn't the the, the 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 two sessions of the initial music went fine, but then we had to leave the studio because the guy was going to put it on his label. But then he didn't want it. But he said, you know what, you can keep it. I'm like, well, that's kind of cool because I got free studio time and I got to keep the hard drive. The hard well, drive. it was a Mackie hard drive. The first record I did on analog. Yeah. But I did this one on the hard drive. Then I had to figure out how to get that to Pacifica and then there was all these issues and it was just like... Because early days of digital. It was Yeah, this Mackie hard drive. Which, and then this guy, well, I, I got go to... You know his, what the other word for that is? Crappy. Yeah, well... It, Anyway, so I ended up having all these guys, you know... And, Issues. And, but anyway, it came out, and then uh, a couple years later, I get an email, and I thought it was a joke. And this guy from the Piazza Blues Festival in Switzerland wants me to do Book it. you. Well, he did it, and then and then he did, and then I hear back from him, and I get another one the following year. I'm like, okay. And I look up the festival, and it's a legitimate, cool festival. So finally, he gets uh, we get in touch. He says, yeah, I want to have you over. I want you to put a band together so I put a band together and they flew us over paid a, you know it was this, in Bellinzona Switzerland Bellinzona is like the southern part it's like Italian more bass but and he so Come I'm going to go on I'm going to go on the, Lugano yeah yeah right. I'm going to go on the festival and and so this is really cool for me because I this is like wow so um, anyway get it all and my mother who's living in Spain and my brother at the time uh, so they're going to come up and see me. So my mother's never seen me play before. Because she had well, moved. Then we got to hold on. Let's play some music to get okay. back to this story. Because this is intense. Yeah.
Drag him out. Get his money and throw him in the street. All right, GG, M-O-P-P, rag my booty. All right, Mickey, where's our money? I don't know, Mick. Goofy, you stay out of this. shorts. Unless you want a black eye. Oh, no, 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 no problem. No, no. Now back to you, Mickey. I don't know. I thought you put your question down the toilet. We either want the drugs or the money. Wait, wait, flush the, oh, no, no, flush the money and the drugs down the toilet. Okay, no, 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 that's it. it. No, Spike, show them the video. Turn off the water. Oh. Ooh. Mmm, nice. Stop the video. God damn it. Hey, put it back on. Look. Put it back on. It was good. I think you missed the point. I was enjoying it. It was great. It was really something. It was something like I'd never seen before in my car. Right, that's it. Drag him out. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Put it back. Oh, no. Oh, no. You heard Crying Hard Luck, San Pedro Slim. After that, The Dwarves, brand new, Irresistible. Aaron Oppenheim with 11th. Raging Bull by Cinema Cinema. That's new too. Dolly Boy, the 2014 version from Super Fast Girly Show. That's a two bass and drum band from Liverpool there. So. I'd like to hear Cold that. Clapping from Skill 7, Stamina 12. And Pothole Roads by Devin Gary and Ross. That Gary is Gary Panner, if you know about Jimbo. Uh, you are going to hear it. Yeah, now, I mean, now let's look. Your mom's going to come see you for the first time in Switzerland. Brother, yeah, my, and your brother. Yeah, but my mom says we get there and we meet him up in town. And, um, you know, uh, I, my mom was all nervous. You know, and I'm like, what's wrong, mom? She goes, oh, I'm just nervous. And she goes, I said, what? Well, you don't have to sing tonight. You know? But, uh, anyway, it's a cool festival. And, uh, you know, she saw it in it. That was the the best I've been treated ever in my life in the music thing or ever yeah. you know, and they took care of everything. The rooms for assistant my, hair tech. No, I mean we didn't. It's not okay. Maybe you know I'm not. It's not Royal Albert Hall. Okay, but I have you know they. I got to play there once. I had to wait eight hours just <laughs> upstairs in one of them little cells to play four minutes in a Louis Vuitton sweat my balls. Up. It was an experience, man. I didn't mean to hide you. No, my my experience wasn't that. <laughs> this was a trip. We, but but we had we had you know they treated them real good. My mom saw yeah. it, and she oh they're they're treating also your guests, your yeah, mom, and your mom, brother, everybody yeah. free food for every, you know, yeah. and the hospitality. And then you know my mom was you know it was really cool to have her see me at my the best thing I've ever done. And then um, I was hoping she wouldn't get this idea that this is how I get treated all the time. But I didn't want to tell her that because if, if she knew how I was treated in L.A. playing gig, she'd have me move back with her. They're not treating you like this, you know. But, uh, you know, hell, I, I didn't want to dis- destroy the image, you know. Um, of course, your mom's always going to be your big fan, whether there would have been like yeah, two people there. But anyway. Uh, My mom at the Little League games yelling in all the wrong parts. Yeah, you know, they, 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 the things they do for us. Mom's drunk out, you ain't supposed to be cheering. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it was... <laughs> It was it was cool. I don't like to fly though. I know you're probably used to it. I ain't into I it. Took, I took a Xanax. A metal tube, <laughs> breathing farts for hours and hours. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the plane. But you know, until they build a freeway, I guess. Well, I had a bad experience on the way to this trip 
my my suitcase broke. I bought this used suitcase, and the harmonicas went all over the place. And there's a line behind me. Oh no! <laughs> it's seven and six in the morning, and I'm picking up the harmonicas and stuff. And uh, but what the fuck? You live to tell the tale. I, I'm you know, but uh, everything's good. I mean, now I'm just don't know. I did this newest record. Um, I'd like to go record again, but unfortunately, I can't afford to. But I don't. The way I do songwriting with the lyrics, obviously, it's blues and stuff, and I kind of want to expand to different things. Uh, but uh, I write on pieces of paper, and and it's in my mind, and I write out titles and scribble it. So I don't really put the song, the lyrics together until until I have a session because I'm wow, wasting time. Let's get more into that. We're at the end of the second hour, August tenth, two thousand fourteen. Just a watch for Pedro show. Hold tight for hour three. <laughs> August 10th, 2014. It's the third hour. What from Pedro's show?
Yeah. Hey. 
the fucking climbers over there.
Live from Pedro Show. We started the third hour out with some San Pedro Slim with some day I won't care. But these days you do care. I, I'm deeply into yeah. nothingness. No. Okay. Is that my... Um, but the, the album's concept is apartments and living in apartments. And I've lived in apartments. And, uh, yeah. I was living on 26th and Carolina I'm apartment Street. apartment man, too. 26 in Carolina Street. Yeah. I think they're remodeling. They Did you live there, there? Well, it's near a cemetery, and my wife didn't really particularly like that, but I said it would be quiet. Harborview, that's our first one. Yeah. And then you knock, can't see the harbor. <laughs> I knock on the door, yeah. and this, this lady, by the way, uh, is like, my man's beating me. Can you let me use the phone? <laughs> and so I slammed the door in her face, look out the window, and he caught up with her. No, actually, I, uh, oh. I let her in. My my father in law was visiting, and this is going down. Whoa! And I'm like, and um, he barely knows me. And I let her use the phone, and he's like, make her wait outside. If this guy comes, we don't. So she goes outside, and then we're sitting there. And my father in law says, "What's that place you like? Harold's Club?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, down the street. Let's go now." <laughs> so we bail, and I don't know what happened to her. And then I lived at the. Earlier on, I went to a uh, look at an apartment, and I thought I was having flashbacks, trails. I, but it was fleas jumping from the lady's eyebrows trying to <laughs> get on me. Yeah. Uh, I, I lived at the Samoan Sea for a while. D Boone's pop did for a few months. Oh man, how do you sleep with all the big rigs going on? Oh, right on? Georgie lived on Bonita right by there. You hear him thumping. <laughs> okay, I've all flowers in time bend towards the sun by Jeff Buckley and Elizabeth Fraser. That's via you, Mr. Dirt. Like Rewild from, uh, well, the song's S-O-U-L by Rewild. Rewild's these Italian guys that are in London now. Mm. They moved there to make it. Balls out. La Playa by Bon Bon, they're a Pedro band. Mm. El Frio, Chicano Batman, they played here. They're bitching band. Sands Port by Sandbox, that's got Jack Brewer from Wilmington, who's now in Long Beach. Finally, Blood and Shaving Cream by Death Samantha. That's John Pekovich in Cleveland. So, since the album theme is apartments, because yeah. I want to get into your songwriting style, so you use real-life experiences. Yeah, most of it's... it's, it's uh, like there's a song on here talking about that last story called um, Talking About My Neighbors, where yeah. I go... Um, you know, the guy to the left is a stone-cold jerk. I don't mind you beating your wife, but can you wait till I go to work? Which is kind of cold-blooded, but it's kind of funny because it's not that I'm it's offended that he's beating his wife. It's just I, I can't sleep. I, I lived in an apartment in Costa Mesa. You didn't feel bad for his wife? Uh, well, I... I didn't really hear them beating each other. Some of it's a little... Sometimes oh, the beating each other. That's a little different. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's like maybe they enjoy it. I don't know. But the... Uh, I lost but my maybe they don't. I don't <laughs> oh, I lived in this apartment complex in Costa Mesa. Yeah, Orange County. Oh, yeah. And I'm and, and, and the places were so close together. Yeah. And the, the, pe- the people upstairs were just always up. And there, there was this rolling sound. Like they were rolling a cue ball across the floor. But... I don't know what it was. And I remember they, they'd have their fans going all the time in the bathroom, like, all the time. And I'm like, I hadn't slept for three days. And I thought, damn, why they had the fans going? Are they making, like, meth or something? Not that I know anything about meth or manufacturing. Or anything. I don't know anything about that. But my thing was, like, I was so sleep-deprived yeah. that I was coming up with this shit. 
And then one time, me, me and my wife were talking about it, and she kind of came up with the same idea. And I said, I know it, but we never knew it, and it probably never happened. But the whole stress about living that close, these walls yeah. were very thin, and that the girls next door, it must be youngers, were playing hip hop all day. Yeah. For eight hours yeah. on Sunday. Yeah. And and we had no, we just we just broke the lease. Well, my wife emailed. So maybe music's an outlet to get these things. I'm I'm, yeah, it's either that or therapy. Speaking of therapy, let's uh, hear pay or quit. <laughs>
down this wall and the silence that it holds Tear down this wall and the lies that are told Tear down this wall of criminal deceit Tear, tear down this wall so the people can be free Tear it down Tear, tear, tear down Tear, tear, tear down Tear it down You gotta tear down these walls Tear down this prison and the hatred that it brings Tear down this jail and the torture that it sends Tear down this crime, let justice ring Tear down the secrets and convict those who defend Tear it down on stage just rocking out living the fucking dream and you look down and see me on my phone texting you may be discouraged and think oh man that guy's not into my band please keep in mind 
I am an adept multitasker, and I'm probably not that into your band.
timeless words. Exemplified. But this is not wanting to be stronger. Why for Pedro Show, our last music for today's edition. San Pedro Slim with Pay or Quit, Note from the Landlord. After that was Tear Down This Wall by James Preston Allen. Canon number 18 by uh, Adagiato by Hobo Combo. Had to get that in there. Text Into Your Band by Bob Schreiner. Blood Muscle Bones by Street Eaters. I got to play with them Wednesday. Baseman, three different amps. Mm. Too much to carry for what? Yeah. All PV. Nice. And uh, Sax Death, something live out of Tokyo by the Dirty Pigs. Oh. Which is Dirty Beaches mixed with pigs, is what I was enlightened. And then finally, Tunnel Rat with Timeless Words. Speaking of timeless words... San Pedro Slim here giving us the rundown on his music journey. <laughs> now, uh, next chapter coming up uh, in music? The, I don't know what's going to happen next. I don't know. You were talking about maybe exploring different musics? Well, I, I like some, not like, you know, like a big jump, but some of the stuff, I guess you could categorize it as some of that, uh, some of that Memphis soul stuff that came okay. out. Not that I have the voice to carry it. I'm not saying I'm do like I'm not gonna do I'm not gonna be um, Howard Tate or uh, um, who's the guy who sang at the dark end of the street what is his name uh, not Percy Sledge who covered it anyway and I, I just I like but I don't know how to I don't know music theory I don't know how to put chords together yeah so like I write lyrics to a, what's something I kind of like you know like on my last record I used more electric bass than, than upright like on the previous yeah. one before that uh, just because uh, I liked it would lend itself to the song there's a song called the, an uh, apartment song yeah and so but that's still one for five I just want to I just want to see if I can some you know just bluesy related stuff now I'm not going to go make a, a who's the blues writer on the bass Willie Dixon yeah well he was I went to his uh, house once Brother Matt told me he went to his house. I never too. met him though. I met Maria's okay. wife. Okay. Brother Matt said he opened up a drawer that had a buttload of songs. He said, ah. I never recorded any of these. No. I'll take them. No. Can you imagine Could that? you imagine that? No, I, I went up there. A friend of mine was a printing broker doing printing for uh, Blues Heaven Foundation, and I met Marie. And, you know, I'm there in this this house in Burbank. Not the biggest, but nice, but not, you know, like you'd just, you know, someone. But that royalties come in, but she was real nice, and I just was like felt like I was in a shrine. I couldn't even speak, and I just told her. I said, "I said, oh, Marie, I would have, I would have liked to have met Willie." And she says to me, "He would have liked to have met you." And I'm like, "Oh, oh what the hell right you now. say? No, really." What do you think about the state of blues these it, days? It's uh, it's declined big time. Um, it became popular in the sense, not huge, but it became popular to the point where it just. Uh, there was just a lot of people doing it on the, the small scene because bars were hiring it. For some reason, they thought it was hip. I don't know. Or it was popular. Um, but uh, it, it, nowadays, uh, you used to be able to play in Long Beach several times. We used to play like eight times a month in Long Beach and we play in Orange County. And now, uh, you play. I mean, I got a couple shows coming up. One's a benefit for uh, 
Blue Star, uh, kids, um, kids, uh, music ther therapy. Yeah. I'm doing artistic. that at the Malarkey's and a bunch of bands. And then I'm going up to do a, is it River, River, Kern River Festival? There's a festival up there. Mm. But other than that, I don't really have nothing going on. I mean, I, I, uh, if somebody wanted some advice from you, what would you give them regarding music? Uh, I, I often tell people when I play, if I'm ever playing, sometimes I play things where there's kids, and I always tell the kids, do good in school, stay in school, or this might happen to you. <laughs> it's a public service announcement. I want to do a scared straight. Remember scared straight, how they tell the inmates, get in their face? But I want to do it with the blues. I want to say, you want, you want to live in your car? You want to wear dirty clothes like this? And get into music. Yeah, don't do this. Okay. And then, and, no, not, <laughs> if you don't want this, you know, and then, um, you know how there's always that one tough kid? Yeah. I'd have a backup friend musician, and I'd say, I can't deal with this. And the other guy would rush in on yeah. him and start yelling at him. And so, we, no, I, I don't know about, I mean, you do music, not, it's, it's just, it kind of chooses you, I guess, or whatever. Is that corny That's enough? That's what you tell, like, it, <laughs> I don't yeah, have any you know, advice if, at all. If music, you, you would tell... I talk to Mike Watt is what I tell him. <laughs> because I don't know what... It, you know, you're... You, I just kind of wanted to do this and... Did, I just thought... I have no... Maybe something came out of all this long journey. We're talking about... 20 years or more. more uh, almost 25. I've been... Yeah, it's been a long time. So and you would have nothing to hand down to a young person. <laughs> Except, like, watch out. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have, I don't be have, uh, that, you know, if, the, yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I think be careful is good advice. I, I mean, have a plan B? I don't know. Just, just, uh, you know, try to get paid. I mean, I, I that's the way try I, to I get know, try to get paid something. I mean, you know, I, 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 you know what? I'll play clubs for free and bars for free when they give the booze away for free. But okay. I, well, I, tell the kids that. Do you? <laughs> I don't think I should talk to any no. kids. Sage advice. Yeah, I don't. People. I'll be better that next time. No Great. negativity. It's been the August 10th, 2014 edition of the Watt for Pedro Show, people. Keep your powder dry.